0: Hi, I'm Carmen. I'm a teacher, an adhd a certified life coach, and I created this podcast to spread awareness about ADHD, anxiety, and other mental health conditions and neurodevelopmental disorders. Let's chat about all the challenges, the fun, and the struggles of these things. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi friends. Thank you for pressing play on another episode of ADHD Authentically ADHD with your host, Carmen. That's me. I am super excited to share this week's um, review and it comes from somebody who remains anonymous, and they say, Until I found this podcast, I really didn't understand how in-depth ADHD affected my life. Carmen, your podcast is authentic. It shows us that we can get better even with this neurodevelopmental disorder, and that we can improve our lives and live the lives that we Want to live. Thank you so much, Anonymous User, for your kind words. These are the types of things that keep me going and keep me researching for you, my listeners, to keep learning and improving yourselves. Because just because we have ADHD does not mean that we can't do great things. Just because we have anxiety does not mean we can't overcome fears. Find calm and do great things. So, thank you so much for your review and keep them coming, my friends. So, today I'm going to answer a question that a lot of us ADHDers have, and that's why are ordinary tasks so difficult for us to accomplish? With our low frustration tolerance, uh, it's very frustrating for us when we can't seem to just do the dishes, or just do the laundry. Like I've said in previous podcasts, these include a lot of the executive functioning tasks and skills that are needed that we lack, that we have to work on a lot harder than other people. So today, I did an exercise that I felt helped me a ton, and I am so excited to share it with you. So let's get started. Hey, adhd I see you. If you'd like to take the strategies and tips that I share in this podcast further, head to my show notes and click the link to join Focused. It is the ADHD program for adults created by Kristen Carter, who has ADHD herself. So the platforms are ADHD friendly, and the transformations that I've made since I joined have been amazing. If you head to my show notes and use that link, not only do you save $50 in your first payment, but I get a credit to my account too. We all win. Go to my show notes now if you want more of these tips, strategies, and in depth ways to manage your ADHD. You can also download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started making your own podcast to share your voice. All right, my friends, back to the show. This is my friendly reminder that I am not a doctor. I am just a fellow adhd -er teacher, and life coach. If you suspect that you have ADHD or some other mental illness, please seek help from a medical professional. As I always suggest, see a psychologist to get a full evaluation. Back to the show. So I'm on my third time of reading Your Brain's Not Broken, linked in the show notes, and I'm starting to implement some of the strategies, since life has gotten ten times more hectic with the start of work, school, and all of the things. So it is the end of the third week, and I noticed that I was just feeling exhausted, now i I want to tell you, it was like from my bones, like, not the kind of exhausted, well, yeah, the kind of exhausted, you just want to really lay in bed and zone out, at least I do, because that is part of my green quadrant, which we will get to, so I remembered that my ADHD coach at Kristen Carter says, you cannot run on fuel made from anxiety, or any other malicious motivation tool like beating yourself up or burning yourself out especially ADHDers or people with ADHD tendencies and here's why we have a very different way of experiencing time and life we experience life through emotions people with non-ADHD brains this doesn't happen to them just like time blindness. That's like a task that it like, it doesn't really take that long, or it seems like it takes a really long time. But it does take that amount of energy or battery life from you. So something to know about battery awareness and energy awareness is for ADHD, it needs to be preserved. We can exert we exert our energy and our battery level lowers much 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 faster than those with narrow developmentally uh, appropriate brains. Our brains are not they're neurodiverse. We do not have the same amount of chemicals. There are different parts of our brain that's smaller than regular brains, not ADHD brains, and so certain tasks that improve, that include improve, <laughs> that include those parts of the brain are taxed. And apparently, the talking part of mine is feeling a little taxed right now. So, there are different ways that ADHD and ADHD uh, people, people with ADHD, um, they recharge their energy. Or and there's different ways for each of us uh, that drain our battery. And it's very, very interesting. And I'm gonna first go over the four quadrants of energy and how much reward slash fun it gives us or how much um, dopamine we get from completing the task as to how much of a drain or how emotionally or not emotionally stimulating it might be. Because if it's emotionally stimulating, it can drain, but it also can recharge depending on the activity. You'll see what I mean here in a second. So the four quadrants are made up of the red quadrant, the yellow quadrant, the blue quadrant, and the green quadrant. The red quadrant gives high reward and it also highly drains our batteries and our energy quickly. In the yellow quadrant, we don't get too much of a reward and it's not that emotionally stimulating and it feels like it's super draining but it's not necessarily super draining the blue quadrant it's less stimulating but it's a ton of fun and like I said here there can be emotional stimulation and that is important for resting and recharging and we'll go into explaining how that can work in a minute. The green quadrant is like the super happy place, like the fun and emotionally stimulating, great time place. So it's time with friends, uh, time in nature, things like that. And we will get into more of that as I explain how I went through the process and how you can too. So in the red quadrant, where we get that high reward. But it's a super high battery drain. Um, It is usually a last minute procrastinated project or some type of work that we get done. But in a very, very short amount of time. Usually by pulling an all nighter, drinking a ton of coffee, not really eating. And we use up all of our battery power. So this is especially not useful if you, for example, stay up all night writing the paper, but then you fall asleep, and then you don't get in cl- to class on time um, because to turn in the paper because you were up all night writing the paper. Same goes for um, you need your entire house cleaned. You have-, you have family visiting. Oh my goodness, and you spend the whole day and the whole night cleaning, and then you crash, and you fall asleep, and what are the results of that? You may have a clean house, but you don't have anything else to for the people that are coming to your house. So, in the yellow ca- quadrant, it's not a ton of reward, and it's not super emotionally stimulating, and, but it only feels super draining. So, a little trick you can use... To get those yellow quadrant tasks, like dishes, laundry, working out, like important things, too, like paperwork, finances, lesson plans, podcast episodes. um, Move those up to your red quadrant to make them high priority, to get them done first. Not like you're getting them done in the last minute, not like you're staying up all night to do it, but to make them a higher priority because we tend... To think with those emotions and we put those red quadrant activities first so trying putting those yellow quadrants the not much reward dishes laundry working out paperwork finances cleaning things like that if you move it to the red if it's in your yellow it's it becomes more likely to get done in the blue quadrant it can be less stimulating but it can be stimulating but it's fun and it's important it's really important for resting and recharging which is something ADHD people with ADHD we have a hard time resting especially if you're like me and you have like the ring of fire type where you're hyperactive and you're super tired but you can never sleep you need to learn what recharging is it saved my life It can also, so this includes self-care, supplements, making sure you eat, medicate, hydrate. Um, It can also include watching TV, playing video games, um, going, you know, listening to some music. But watch out for these because the ones that are a little more stimulating, such as playing a video game or watching TV or doing something that gives you a super... High reward but is super stimulating so it's hard to stop. Watch out for those for doing them for too long. Those that tend to end up in our bedtime procrastination schedules where it's just like one more episode, one more episode. Set a timer, set a limit, use a visual timer, a loud obnoxious timer. As you know, if you have ADHD, a regular old timer that you could swipe away on your phone doesn't work it needs to be something that you have to like do math problems there's like there's an alarm that I heard about that de- you have to do math problems in order to turn it off or um there is another one we have to solve a puzzle to turn it off um and then there's other ones that are just super super obnoxious and loud and just place it across the room place it across the room. So you have to get up so it cues your body all right I'm getting up to turn off this timer so I'm going to turn off The TV or whatever it is that you are um, doing in your blue quadrant. The green quadrant and last quadrant is the super happy and fun place that is emotionally stimulating. This is time with family, friends, in nature. Um, Some find that being alone, reflecting, uh, meditating, Uh, Doing personal development. Reading. um, That those are happy and fun. And emotionally stimulating. These are also part of recharging. This is our recharging. Your super happy fun place. That's emotionally stimulating. Is your super happy place. Again. Try not to go overboard on the activity considering it's super emotionally stimulating so you don't want to drain your emotional battery but we as ADHDers don't really allow ourselves enough green quadrant activities. We don't feel deserving. A lot of times we feel that if we're not being productive that we're being lazy but You, my friend, are not lazy, and neither am I. We work very hard, and if you skip out on doing these activities, time with family, with your friends, out in nature, doing the things that make you feel happy, that you have fun doing, that are emotionally stimulating, you need to do those and continue doing those. You deserve to do those. Because our battery gets depleted at a faster rate than neurotypicals, we have to accommodate for our diverse brain. I have incorporated a little bit of this green quadrant into my work life because I do something that I absolutely love, that I find fun and happy and emotionally stimulating as my job, which is coaching and teaching. And... Another thing about the Green Quadrant is having time in a community. So this is my invite to join FOCUSED, the ADHD program for adults with ADHD, led by Kristen Carter. It is amazing. It has changed my life. Head to the show notes to get $50 off your first month in FOCUSED. And let me know how it goes because I absolutely love it. And because she has ADHD, the whole platform and the whole layout is so ADHD friendly, it feels like home. So if you resonate with that, then come on home, listener, and click that link in the show notes. That's all I have for now. Stay authentic, friends. Hello, my friends. So, I wanted to pop back into this episode because, well, I have ADHD, and I had two more notes of episodes, or of episode notes, about the grid, how and why it works the way it does, and um, some of my own examples throughout explaining, Um, and I just kind of forgot that they were there. So, here we go. So I may have mentioned this before, but hey, we can all use refreshers. So people with ADHD, meaning a smaller part, or a smaller battery, essentially for stimulation. That means we have smaller capacity to use up that energy. And when all we crave is stimulation, like, most of the time. (laughs) It's not always great. You may be thinking, like, well, that sounds pretty enjoyable. You're always, you know, craving enjoyable things. Let me explain. ADHD brains don't just go looking for consistent, like, enjoyment, but any response, learned or unlearned, um, like, not learned on purpose, um, activity that provides that stimulation that we seek. Ask yourself, sometimes after you have gotten emotional, you've emotionally maybe blown up at somebody, I've done this, and somewhere along, you know, that later on you might be surprised that the emotional synapses in your brain, um, they wanted stimulation at that point, and you just didn't know how to get it. We end up creating those types of emotions through regular patterns of thoughts and or behaviors, again, intentionally or unintentionally, because situations cause thoughts which cause emotions. And if you haven't been through cognitive behavioral therapy or you haven't learned about, uh, if you have been around emotionally safe relationships, then you may not know if your regular thought patterns or behavior patterns are emotionally safe and healthy. So basically, it doesn't matter if it's negative or positive stimulation. Anything that can get our attention, good or bad. For example, receiving a surprise gift, positive energy stimulation, versus receiving a huge surprise overdue bill, negative energy stimulation. So because people who have ADHD or tendencies of the disorder have a fun or not fun categorized task type thinking, the solve Grid helps us to better understand and manage our energy. Therefore, managing our emotions instead of what a lot of us do. And I'm raising both hands here. Um, When it comes to overwhelm and task initiation or things we don't like, we just totally avoid it and or spin out or just completely ignore it. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about how we could possibly burn out from using the red quadrant to get something done super fast the night before a deadline only to completely deplete yourself I have done this college it happened and with ADHD you usually sleep through class the next day or you say yes to an event and you have fun at the event but it emotionally drains the battery I've done this see the red isn't always bad it should be used properly properly and it's hard to diagnose like what is properly and not and it should be addressed daily and it shouldn't be relied on too much so relying on it when you find yourself relying on keeping something on that red quadrant to-do list for too long not getting any progress done Um, it probably shouldn't be there. It's probably not working in your favor. Or start working on it because it's red. (laughs) The yellow or yuck quadrant activities I tend to put into the red for importance when I can are bills, business finances, lesson planning, and working out. Even though I do enjoy that, getting started is the hard part. Other things in this category um, can be anything super tedious, organizing, math, or doing a podcast transcript, which, please, still, don't expect that from me, like, anytime soon. (laughs) Anyways, so let's think of the blue quadrant as your favorite indulgent treat. That's how we're going to think about it. So mine being ice cream. And cheesecake like actually ice cream flavored cheesecake or cheesecake flavored ice cream is delightful anyways I take rest uh, we tell ourselves just one bite one more minute of that episode my brain likes to offer up fun thoughts like you didn't even just get time to relax today now all we need is the blue quadrant it's how we rest and recharge it really is we need to zone out we need those times but we overuse it a lot we tend to rely on it a lot to avoid the yellow yuck stuff and it's just does the opposite of what you want it to do by usually stopping the productivity altogether instead of just taking a break or a bite or just one more Um, or then or it can lead to not going to bed on time because of the bedtime procrastination you're thinking just one more episode just one more this just one more thing i enjoy before i go to bed and then you don't get enough sleep that's how the blue quadrant can kind of get a little bit tricky now, dun, 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 for everyone's every ADHD's favorite quadrant, green the fun and emotionally stimulating in a positive way. So, these activities give us space to be our true self, emotionally safe, gives us a chance to reflect. I personally like to be alone. It helps me recharge, helps to build relationships. Feeling refreshed afterwards is super important, um, for me this includes writing, uh, walking in nature, spending quality time with loved ones, and laughing, honestly, just laughing. It's super, super good for the soul. Other things that fall into the green quadrant that I do like to do is journaling because it helps me feel better. Um, Something strange that falls in the green quadrant for me is writing out to-do lists even though I might not always follow through on them. It does make me feel refreshed to actually have all my thoughts down on paper. So I really hope that this episode and the extension of this episode have helped you to understand and start working on your quadrants and how they work for you. Again, I have attached a visual to the show notes. Feel free to use it and stay authentic, my friends.